All right, General Policy, Free Women and Men podcast. Burrow, Burrow here, about to, you know, give you that real for today. Now, obviously, you know, um, whenever you listen to my podcast or episode, I give you a song or two, you know, for the interlude. Uh, these songs, especially the rap songs, I want you to listen to them, listen to the lyrics, and listen to them from the perspective of a slave master or from a high, a very wealthy white business owner. Listen to the lyrics through that lens, and then you'll understand why the slave masters used to have black people or, you know, black men or a selective group of black men preach to the slaves. You know what I mean? Because these rappers are giving you the lifestyle of these rich white folks. Okay, so just listen to them and then you'll see like, oh, shit motherfucker got a point here you know what i'm saying but yeah if you're new uh esoteric knowledge is what we talk about mostly um you know uh gematria which is a form of numerology and astrology um we'll get into that after this song plays but i'm dead serious listen to the songs to these rap songs any rap song that i've it doesn't matter does not matter whether it's conscious or gangster rap doesn't matter it's all through the lens of the white guy of the white man or you know the powers that be so, just bear with me one moment. Looking for the right song to pick. And, you know, we're going to go from there. La, 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 What's a good song to express? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Let me see. I think I got the perfect one right here.
All right, so that was that. Then this next song, part of the intro by Lil Wayne, this really explains how the white man, you know, feels about the black man. So hold on, hold on. Black people in general, make sure you pay attention to this song. The lyrics of this song are ridiculous. Like, he's telling you the history of colonization of black people. Like, that, that's what Mahogany is about. Oh, I love this song. Lil Wayne is very smart. After this, we'll get into the intro, the real episode, I guess. Remember, that's a white man talking. That's why I love that song. Did you hear that end? The chopped and screwed? He chopped and screwed it specifically so you could dissect that shit. Nigga said, Louis Mahogany bags for the bag boys as soon as we land on Mahogany sand. He's talking about the white man coming over here on black people's land. Went to that motherfucker. You know where that bag at? Tell me where it is. I came from rags, whatever the rich. I came from rags to riches. I'm the shit. That's that white man. You know what I mean? 
And it's so much fun for him to annihilate our black asses. At the same time, we're worshiping everything that he has to offer for us. You know what I mean? Meaning we are slaves still. You know what I mean? Listen to Young Thug. So much fun. That's predicting 2030, my nigga. Surfdom, all that shit. Think about it. You know where the bag at. Tell me where it is. That's Christopher Columbus's ass telling them goddamn Indians, where the fuck is that gold at, nigga? Where's the motherfucking gold? Or oh, I'm going to cut your goddamn head off. Fuck it, I'm going to cut it off anyway. I'm going to rape your bitches. And we're taking over. Welcome to General Policy Free Women Men Podcast. Have fun. Everybody, it is Pi Day, March 14th, 2023, and Steph Curry isn't playing today. What in the world is going on? Used to Steph Curry playing on Pi Day, but not this year. So anyhow, we'll go over the NBA. We'll look at the numbers for the day. If the date numerology is strong, it could even play in one of the play-in games today in college basketball. Um, you guys should notice in the description, there are notes for the top 16 teams in the college basketball tournament. You should have access to this. It's the, pa the same password for all the college stuff. It's all 1984. Get 1984 was Jesuit Georgetown over Houston. This year, the championships in Houston, where Cougars is 84, and so is Jesuit. But you should have access to the top 16 team notes. And I am still finishing the Thursday and Friday game notes, but I have the vast majority of the information there. Teams' records, tournament records, coaches' records. Uh, but, yeah, still a lot of analysis. Again, it's just so much data to plug in in such a short period of time. But the vast majority of it is there. And just so you know, today's stream, we're starting at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. We're going to go an hour and a half. I have to run to an appointment after that. We're going to do another sports stream tomorrow. We're going to really focus on the tournament in a bigger way tomorrow. I'm going to try to finish up everything I don't have finished. And there'll be no time limit on tomorrow. Well, I got to do TFR tomorrow night, but the stream shouldn't go six hours. So we'll do another stream at the same time tomorrow with just a total focus. Well, the NBA stuff will be out there, too, if you want to call in about that. But we'll really focus on the tournament and uh, try to get everything situated a day before it officially begins. Of course, the playing games won't quite be finished, but I don't think that's too crucial. Um and then once those playing games are finished, if there is anything that needs to be adjusted, I'll be sure to do a post about that. But yeah, another stream tomorrow as well. And I imagine that'll be a rather lengthy stream because there should be a lot of ideas on the tournament. And uh, let's start with today. It's Pi Day. The date numerology today is 60, 24, and 15. And it is the 73rd day of the year, which is the 21st prime. Um person's got to call me right at the worst time sorry i cannot take your call right now i'm gonna go uh, get on this call of duty while zachary talks to you all actually hold on i'm gonna take this call just in case it might change what i have to do hello Again, not your traditional podcast. 
still on for the same time. Okay, so anyway, again, it is Pi Day, and sometimes on these days it can make things a little bit more complicated because the numbers for Pi often do play on Pi Day, but what sucks is Pi is 16 in the most pure cipher, and to date, date numerology is 15, so there's some games where it's like, Ugh, is it going to be 15 or 16 today? Uh, again, date numerology has been taking the cake all year, but uh, the pi thing makes things a little bit tricky. So, uh, another big potential upset on the board. We've been we've been having a lot of nice big upsets in the dollar parlay category. If you guys have been hitting on them, I know some of you have. Last night, uh, Boston went down to Houston. Houston got the Houston's coach got the twenty second win of his career versus the East, and uh, Boston in twenty two. One of those true numbers. But, um, yeah, another potential big upset tonight, which we'll get to in a minute. The Cavs at the Hornets. Hornets are a seven-and-a-half-point underdog at home, and they do have a lot of things that are enticing. Um, for example, the Cavs could stay on 15 away wins on the 15-date numerology, but, again, it is Pi Day. Hornets could stay on 48 losses versus Cleveland when Cleveland's 48. Again, there's a number of things that line up here for the Hornets. They might be worth a dollar parlay tonight. What worries me, though, is the Cavs coach's next win of his career is 2-0-1, and Charlotte Hornets are the 2-0-1 team in the league. And uh, 33 in Cleveland always plays hard. Hornets can get their 33rd conference loss versus Cleveland. Um, so that's why I, I wouldn't go more than a dollar on the Hornets. They do have a, a lot of things that look nice, but there's some tough things going against them. Do they cover the spread? They're, they're a 7.5-point dog. They could cover that, but a lot of times when a team does have a decent narrative, they do cover the spread. But, yeah, I'd probably go for the uh, the small bet, big value with the Hornets. So the Pistons and the Wizards, this is the potential big payout tonight. We know 31's just been killing with Detroit. It played again yesterday. Pistons beat Indiana, kept Indiana on 31 wins. Um, today they could do the same old trick. They could keep the Wizards on 31 wins as a 12.5-point underdog. And there are a few things that could go in the Wizards' favor. They, Wizards and Detroit also have the 37 connection, but it's really been that 31 number with the, uh, the Pistons all year. And, um, again, there are no perfect patterns, but definitely worth a dollar parlay tonight with the Pistons. Um, if the Pistons did win, the Wizards would stay on 15 home wins on the 15-date numerology. Wizards would get the 25th conference loss on Pi Day. Pi's got that 25. You could make an argument for them to stay on 24 on the 24-day numerology. The uh, the Wizards coach, he could also get his 85th loss. Detroit Pistons is 85. He could fall to 6-1 versus Detroit. Washington, D.C. 61. And he could fall to 3-1 at home versus Detroit, kind of like 31. Um, and the Pistons coach could get his 24th win over the Wizards on the 24-day numerology. So that's, that's a lot of potential things that could go in the Pistons' favor done really well with 31 this year and they have a ton of value tonight so that's the way you can stretch a dollar a long ways um nuggets man they just keep getting upset the, the, the nets had a pretty decent narrative the other day the, the nuggets have now lost three straight games as, as significant favorites um tonight they're not a significant favorite tonight they're actually an underdog but the one like i wrote in the notes i was like yeah nugget, nets are worth a dollar parlay but they are going up against that 38 which is super consistent in colorado which is true but they still did have a, a bunch of things that lined up and they did beat the nuggets um 
Again, it's a reminder that staying on numbers is never as good as picking them up because that was the thing that was going against the Nets. They could have stayed on 38 rather than pick up the 38th winner, 38th loss. They came in with the 38, which fits, but then they advanced with the 39th win. Um, tonight, this Nuggets-Raptors game, it is the 14th of the month, and historically, NBA TV and 14 were just the most dominant pairing. This year, it's coming through in the majority of games, but... It's not nearly as dominant as it's been in the past, the 14 on NBA TV. Um, notice the 14 could play either way for the Raptors in their home record against the Nuggets. They get the win or loss. The Raptors could also get their 14th home loss of the season just overall and stay on 32 wins when Denver's 32. Um... The, the the other big number historically in Toronto is 36, and there is a lot of 36 that go in their favor. As a team, they could stay on 36 losses in Toronto. The Nuggets coach could stay on 360 wins with his team, 3-6-0. If the Raptors win, they'll go into the Thunder game with 36 losses. Remember, Thunder equals 36 forwards and backwards, just like Toronto does. And we, we know how LeBron had that big 36 ritual with the Thunder setting the scoring record earlier this year. He came in needing 36 points, passed Kareem on the 36th points of the game, went on to score just two more to top off the 38 ritual in the 38K range. But um, the Raptors can also get the 33rd win. Nuggets has the 33 connection. Denver has the 32. So... Oh, oh, and it is the 73rd day of the year, which is the 21st prime. That's a number to watch today, 21. Raptors can get that 21st home win. Um, make sure I didn't skip the 21 in the other games. If the Cavs went down to the Hornets, they'd get that 21st loss. That was one of the things there on the Hornets' side. And, and the Hornets could stay on 73 losses versus the Cavs as well. I might have forgot to... Oh, no, it's right here. Um, but yeah, that game's still iffy. A lot of value, though, with the Hornets. They're worth a shot. Um, so yeah, again, it, it looks a little bit better for the Raptors, especially since they play the Thunder next, where 36 has been sticking with that team. But it, it is, there. there's definitely some things that, that are worrisome. If you played that game, probably wouldn't be the worst idea to hedge. The Lakers. Again, I absolutely hate the Lakers this year. I express that in pretty much every live stream we do on the NBA. And that said, I, I, I'm tempted, I'm, I'm baited to bet on the Lakers tonight just because 34 has been so good with the Pelicans. <laughs> and if the Lakers do not pick up the 34 of the win against the Pelicans, it'll remind you why I hate the Pelicans, or the Lakers this year. But just 34 and Pelicans has been a, an awesome pattern this year, so it's hard to go against the Lakers getting their 34th win against the Pelicans, and um, again, for the person who goes, well, what about the Pelicans? They can get their 34th win. Again, you can't look at it that way. I mean, the Pelicans get their 34th win in any game. It's just about teams playing against that opponent. So, it's hard to it's it's hard to lay off the Lakers with that 34 on the board. Um, that said, they are the Lakers, so if you do play them, I wouldn't bet too much, just because they would be the one team this year to blow it. Notice they can also get the 16th away win 
where pi is 16. Could make the argument for him to stay on 15 on the 15-date numerology, but historically, pi numbers have been good on pi day. And those pi numbers could play against Pelicans in a number of ways. They could stay on 16 home wins in the series with the Lakers. They could stay on 29 total wins versus the Lakers all time. And... I guess I just underlined things and didn't write it. Here, let me go back and write it. I mean, it is written up at the top, but it's meant to be written. I think I got decoding fatigue after going through March Madness. Let's see. Okay. So those pine numbers could play against them. Um, But yeah, it, it really is just the 34 thing that screams out. It's like, mm, the Lakers, man, they, they are they are something else. But Pelicans and 34 has been one of the better patterns this year with teams. The Nets and the Thunder. Nets are another, well, either team can get the 21st win in the away or home column on the 73rd day of the year. Um, I wrote it down below. So the Thunder, you know, they, they could get that. They could become 21 and 15 at home. 73rd day of the year, 21st prime, 15-date numerology. They could hold off their next loss until Toronto. They play Toronto next, the 36th team. Um, the net side of the equation, Thunder can get the 15th home loss in the series. Thunder can pick up the 16th home loss a season. Again, going with Pi. Brooklyn Nets also 53, the 16th prime. Seems that pattern's been pretty decent with the Nets this year. And then another thing that could go in the Nets' favor, the Thunder can fall to 13-13, and 13, I should say, in out-of-conference. Or just out-of-conference. Uh, they can fall to 13-13 and 13 out-of-conference, playing games in the East. Big number with the Nets. Nets 13, Brooklyn 41, the 13th prime. The Nets coach could improve to 1-3 at the Thunder, kind of like 13. So... And if the Nets if the Nets did win, they'd hold off <clears throat> the 30th loss until the next game, the Kings. So looking ahead, it, it makes it, you know, get an argument for each one. Uh, Nets got a little value tonight. Slight dog. But definitely not a one-way street. So. 13, though, with the Nets is a hard one to go against. The Magic and Spurs game. So this one's tough because San Antonio, they've done well for us lately. They do have some more value tonight if they upset. Notice at the Magic loss, they would get that 41st loss. San Antonio 41 in the most peer. That does jump out. But the trick is it's 24-date numerology and against the Magic. The two best numbers with the Magic all season have been 33 and 24. 33 just played the other day. Magic equals 33 and 24 in the two ciphers that matter most. So... The Spurs got that date numerology and the right opponent going against them. Magic can pick up the 41st loss in the right city. Um, if you played the Spurs, the, the smart way to play it would probably be with the points. Um, or if you do decide to play this game, it's probably not a bad idea to hedge. Of course, the Spurs have more value. But, uh, yeah, you got two numbers that are good with both teams on both sides, which makes that game tough. You can also just ignore it and leave it alone. Wait for a better game. And the Bucks and the Suns. 
If the Bucks lose, they'll stay on those 21 away wins on the 73rd day of the year, 73 the 21st prime. They can also get the 14th road loss on NBA TV, historically the 14th network on the 14th of the month. Um, and keep in mind, Suns does equal 73 in the most simple cipher. So 73 the 21st prime. Uh, the Suns would stay on 73 regular season losses versus the Bucks if they did that. And um, the Suns could also stay on 11 home losses. Bucks 11. They get the 23rd win on a Tuesday. Sometimes that Tuesday 23 is playing. So there, there's a number of things on the Suns side who are at home as slight dogs with some decent value. And um, if the Bucks did go down, I'd fully expect them to win their next road game, which is at Utah. Utah's got the 22 connection. It, it does. It really does look like the Bucks should split the next two, right? Because Utah equals 22 and 14. So that could be a safer way to play it. Wait to see what happens with the Bucks tonight, because it looks like their next road game at Utah, they should end up 22 and 14, the two Utah numbers. Uh, but the Suns do got some value tonight if you want to take a stab at them. Uh, biggest concern for the Suns would be staying on 37 wins. Milwaukee's 37, and today's 157 days after the Suns coach's birthday, which is the 37th prime. I, I was almost ready to fade that 37, even though it was there, until I saw it was 157 days after the coach's birthday. I was like, now you got two reasons for him to stay on 37. Um, Suns could also get their 15th out-of-conference loss on the 15 date numerology or or if the suns win like in years past i, I would have just thought this was money in the bank and it more than likely would have been it's just nba tv in 14 has not been as good this year as it has been in past years but if the suns win tonight again the bucks would get the 14th road loss and the suns would become 14 and 14 and out of conference play on nba tv the 14 network on the 14th of the month so again um gonna play tonight you know, there, there's a chance to play small and win big. If uh, if the Pistons do it to the Wizards with another 31 special, and you got a few of these games that with some value, they come through. Pistons come through. You know, easily turn five dollars into a hundred dollars. It's the nice thing about tight days. You don't have to risk a lot to potentially make a good payout, and you can wait for those days where there's a lot of one-way streets. Um, the Knicks and the Blazers. The Knicks and the Blazers. If the Blazers win, they are 18 and 15 at home. They'd stay on 15 losses on the 15 date numerology. They'd get their 18th win against the New York Knicks, which equals 61, the 18th prime. They'd stay on 37 losses in Portland. Portland 37. And potential pie things that could go in the Blazers' favor. The Knicks can also stay on those 21 away wins on the 73rd day of the year and pick up the 15th away loss on the 15-date numerology. You know another thing that's actually 15 that I could add to this? Um, Moda. Just the name of the building they play in. The Moda Center. Moda's 15. Moda's 15 and 33 in the 33rd state. Uh, let's see. The concerns for the Blazers. Um, Blazers could get the 15th home loss in the series with the Knicks. They could get the 18th out-of-conference loss to the Knicks. Again, usually the surface-level stuff is better than the uh, the conference and series stuff, but the best is when it lines up all across the board, which happens every now and then. Um, 
if the Blazers did lose, it would set them up to potentially get their 32nd win against Boston. Boston has the 32 connection, and if the Blazers did lose today, that game against Boston is on 18-date numerology. So say you play the Blazers tonight and they lost, that'd be disappointing. But they should have even better value against Boston, and then they'd have a good riddle to beat Boston. They'd have the date numerology and the win record. Um, but with that said, I mean, it's very possible the Blazers win tonight. They become 32 and 18 in terms of home wins. And then perhaps they lose to Boston, who they'll be favored to lose against, no doubt. So Blazers could also fall to 2 and two. The Blazers coach, Billups, could also fall to 2 and 2 versus the Knicks. That stuff can definitely be hit and miss. But, yeah, it, it does look like for, for all the regular categories, things do look a little bit better for the Blazers here who have some value tonight, too. Two-point underdog at home. It's interesting how many home dogs there are tonight. Blazers are a home dog. Suns are a home dog. Spurs are a home dog. Thunder's slightly favored. Pelicans and Lakers is even. Toronto are slightly favored against the Nuggets. Wizards big favorites. They could get that 31 special. And Hornets a pretty big dog at home too. Yeah, it's funny. The majority of home teams are dogs tonight. So. Anyhow. Uh, again, and a reminder, patience is a virtue. Some days there's a lot better games. And, you know, the notes usually reflect that because there's several one-way streets or, or games that look like almost one-way streets. Uh, again, what you're trying to do is find games where there's a lot more on one side than the other. And there are some games today where there's a little bit more weight on one side, but, uh, again, a lot of these games, there's there's something decent on on both sides of the equation. And if the Lakers weren't so tricky, I, I, I think this was, like, one of the best games of the day just because Pelicans and 34 has been so good. And the Lakers might very well still prevail. I did write about it a few days ago that if the Lakers win two of the next three, they'll have 34 wins after the Pelicans. That's been the prevailing thought for the week. It's just... The Lakers, man. No teams kicked me in the teeth more this year. So, uh, Yeah, okay, that, that's NBA, at least what I see in it. And remember, the numbers, the, 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 the date numerology can play across the board. Uh, something I'd like to see happen today in uh, the play-in games, I would like to see Texas A&M Corpus Christi win because they'd get the 24th win on the 24-date numerology. And that would be uh, that would be encouraging. So there are some date numerology that can line up in the games in the opening round of the tournament. And I tried to highlight that so far in the notes, but I got to double check everything. I've been mostly plugging in data with just a tiny bit of analysis so far. Um, so. And I did not decode the playing games. Um, I often just like to watch those and see if a, a pattern emerges. But I'm sure the clues are there. If you guys want to call in about that in a minute, we can. But the, just the one thing that did stand out to me about the uh, the play-on games is the one that could have the, the date numerology reflect is Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So I didn't see that in the other games. Oh, I take it back. Actually, tomorrow, Farley Dixon, Fairley Dixon, however you say it, tomorrow's date numerology will be 16. They could get their 16th loss on the 16 date numerology tomorrow. So that'd be encouraging if both date numerologies hit. 
because then we can know that that's probably going to be a good stat to ride in the tournament. Like it's been a good stat to ride for the NBA. So, um, if you guys watched uh, Jay Bylas pick the tournament yesterday, his bracket was Arizona beating UConn in the championship. And it's funny that he picked those two teams. We, we were speculating last year that this year could be Arizona's year because of two things. It's the 84th March Madness, Arizona equals 84. And it's their 118th season when March Madness equals 118. So I found it funny that Jay Bylas picked him to win. And then beating UConn's interesting because the UConn coach, uh, if he won the tournament, he would be 8-4 and four in tournament play. So if he got to the big game, he'd be 7-4 and four coming in. And uh, could fall to eight and four, but okay. Here, let's let's just go over the top sixteen teams again. I mean, it's not necessarily a guarantee that one of the top sixteen teams is going to win, but in all likelihood, the winner of the tournament will come from the top sixteen. It's not too many years it's been outside of that that another lower ranked seed is won. Okay, so again, if you're new here, Gematria, March Madness. Most simple cipher, 118. Number that shows its head in the tournament year after year. So Arizona's a very interesting team because there, there are other teams that are in their 118th season, but Arizona also has the 84 connection. March Madness, 46. And use numerology. Just numbers that always seem to show up in the tournament. Uh, I've talked about 71 a lot with March Madness in the past. This year, the selection Sunday was on the 71st day of the year. I can't remember any time really talking about 206 with March Madness. Um, but one thing that is noteworthy, we, we probably should go look back even more at that 1984 tournament because the championship that year, again, Georgetown over Houston, was in the 206 area code Seattle. So maybe go back and look at what games were played in Seattle. Could be a deeper clue there with that. And just identifying some of these numbers. Again, Arizona's 118th season, Arizona 84. It's Kansas State's 118th season. It's Virginia's 118th season. They're interesting to me because they're the Cavaliers. It's King Charles. King Charles equals 53 like Virginia. Tony Bennett, the coach, is 53 years old. Um, Virginia definitely had a... Uh... Here, I should have wrote this down too, actually. Alabama's coach would stay on 84 losses if he won tournament. I don't know why I didn't write that up there, but now I did. Alabama, who's the number one team and, and most people's favorite to win it, it is interesting that their coach is on 84 losses. The year that Virginia won it, um, I have to go back and look exactly what it was, but it was Tony Bennett's losses that, that indicated to us that he looked like he would win the tournament and stay on that loss number. So... There was a big news story, if you remember, in, in February in Black History Month. It was um, the lieutenant governor of Virginia was accused of raping a woman at Duke, and it was right before the Virginia-Duke game, and it perfectly lined up with the championship. And we said, this looks like this looks like it's Virginia. And, and Virginia had gone down as the first 16 seed versus a 1 seed in the year prior on March 16th. If, if you guys remember that, they lost to University of Maryland, Baltimore County. That was the 136th game all time between a 16 and a 1, and 136th, the 16th triangular number. Um, okay, so that, that, that's the 84 stuff that stands out to me about the top teams. 
Or... Or I know why I didn't put that there, because... I guess it doesn't exactly belong there. Because those are the 118 things. I got it down below. I'll take it away. So the 118 things, the 71 things, um, 71 schools in the top, Catholic, Xavier Musketeers, Gonzaga Bulldogs. Remember when they lost to North Carolina, it was all about 71 that year. North Carolina beat Gonzaga with 71 points. Uh, again, Gonzaga Bulldogs and Gonzaga both equal 71. Baylor Bears, 71. UCLA, 71. I know the caller the other day was trying to say that he liked UCLA to win it all, but his call was cutting out, so we didn't hear what his thoughts were. Um, he can call back today. Again, the 1984 championship, Jesuit Georgetown over Houston. Houston hosts it all this year. Houston, Texas does equal 46. We know Houston also equals 31. Always a number that prevails in Houston. And we saw what just Houston just lost their uh, conference championship. They said it was because their star player was out, but it looked like it was a ritual to keep them on 31 wins. Houston, the 31 city. And... Okay, so let's just go, let's go down it. Top 16 teams. Championship is April 3rd, 2023. It'll be a date with 50, 14, and 30 date numerology. Date can be written 4, 3, or 3, 4. Both of those numbers do fit in with Kansas, who's another favorite. Kansas equals 43. Kansas is the 30, 34th state. The, the recent commentary guy who just died, named Billy Packer. They, they made a big point about how he died after calling 34 tournaments. So I think there's a big clue with him that we need to unravel. I think uh, I think part of the championship narrative is in Billy Packer. We might want to look through the championship games that he's called, see if there's a recurring pattern. Uh, what year was the first one? What year was the last one? So Billy Packer, got to do more homework on him. Again, I, I'm still not done. March Madness is always just like a whirlwind of trying to pack in all the information. So, uh, Alabama, considered the number one team. Um, they missed the football playoff. I guess this is the trade-off. <coughs> nothing, so maybe now the football team They've never been a number one seed before. It's funny they come into the tournament 23-23, and 23, right? I mean, what are the odds of that? For 23, the first year they're number one? That could be a sign. That's something to definitely think about. The uh, The tournament ends 172 days after the coach's birthday. Jesuit number in Merum de Glorium. Remember, the first March Madness was the Catholic school over the Jesuit school. Those Jesuit fingerprints are always abound in March Madness. He's 4-5 uh, and five in the tournament. It'd be a shocker if he lost and became 4-6. and six. March Madness... Um, I would shock everybody because everyone's hyping this team as the team to do it. Something that's noteworthy about him being the favorite, he has 131 games coached. I should write coached here so that's clear. With Alabama heading into the tournament, championship is 131. And Bill Self, if I'm not mistaken, is on 131 losses with his team. Uh, he's 90-41 and 41 with Alabama. 41 is the 13th prime. Alabama is the big 13 team. And again, just 84 total losses as a coach. All teams he's coached heading into the 84th March Madness. So if Alabama won it all, he'd stay on 84, the magic number. That definitely stands out. Okay, Purdue. 
125th season. They are 44 and 33 in the tournament. Uh, I see something that I could have wrote. If they won it all, they would have 50 wins on 50 date numerology. So that's something to think about. If the date numerology plays in these playing games, it plays in the opening round. That you know, that's that's something to think about with Purdue. That they could hit the right date numerology again. The championship is on a 50 date, so Purdue Boilermakers could hit old 50. Um, if they did make it to the championship, it would be. Depending on who they'd play, we'd be dancing around, though, because they'd be like, ooh, that 34th loss could come on 3-4 as well. Okay. Uh, Matt Painter. If he won it all, he'd have 23 wins, I suppose, and 23 in the tournament. He's 17-14. and 14. That's interesting. Okay, Houston. 73rd season. Tournament officially begins today on Pi Day with the playing games on the 73rd day of the year. Again, they went to the championship and lost and lost in '84. The fact that they're hosting, though, makes me downgrade their stock a little bit. Hosting the championship, that is. It's just we'd want to look into the history of how many teams have played the championship in their own city in March Madness history. Um, That is some homework to do. If they if they did um, if they did win it, they would have forty two wins in the tournament. It, it is a number that fits in with Cougars, which is eighty four and forty two. For the record, something to think about. Okay, so Kansas again, like we said, Kansas has the right numbers for the championship date. Last year, when they won it, they won it sixty five days after the state's birthday. So that's something else I'll be doing. I'll be look. I, I don't have that data in here yet, but I'll be looking at the states, see if they do something like last year. Kansas winning it all, 65 days. And if you weren't here last year, uh, we put in our future for Kansas after the first round of the games. And the reason we did that is because they were the only team to score 83 points in the opening round in the 83rd tournament. So well, if only one team scores 84 this year, it could be deja vu. Um... Kansas still paid five to one after winning their opening game of the tournament last year, so not bad odds. Not bad odds. It's always more fun if you can get it before any games are played, though. So, anyhow, Billy Packer. I gotta look more into him. I gotta look more into Billy Packer because I do find it suspicious that the championships on a date that we're at three four. Kansas, the thirty fourth state, defending champions, and yeah, I wanna I wanna see. Uh, like when Billy Packer, because no doubt he called some Kansas championships. They're in the Final Four all the time. But he's the clue that that 34 could be in play and Kansas is the 34th state. And again, the other thing that's encouraging for Kansas is the coach being on 131 losses. Heading in. If he doesn't lose, he stays on 131. Huge championship number. So the two coaches out of these top teams that had the 131 connection was Alabama and Kansas. And Alabama's in the south. Kansas is in the west. So they theoretically could meet in the championship game. 
Not out of the question. They're on the right sides of the bracket to make that happen. Um, did I scroll down too far? What I do? Okay, so on to the number twos. Arizona. To me, Arizona's the most interesting number two. They were the team that I speculated last year could win the championship because they got the big 84 connection and it's their 118th season. Um, so. And by the way, today, today officially the first day of the tournament, uh, 84th day of Arizona coach's age, Tommy Lloyd. If Arizona won it, they would have 64 wins. 64. Significant number to the tournament, obviously. 64 teams after the play-in games. And let's see. Yeah, the, his record, though, you know, his record wasn't exactly screaming out. Um, actually, you know what? I, I, I overlooked something. That's why I, I still got to go over all this. If he, if he won it all, he would have 67 wins with Arizona. Arizona Wildcats is 67. And, again, that's why, like I said, these notes aren't finished. I still have to go over all this with a lot finer tooth comb. It's been mostly a, a grind just to get in all the information. But, uh, okay, there is there is actually a significant number he could hit if he won it all. Takes six wins to get it all. Uh, and, again, we talked about Marquette. Jesuit school, uh, again, Jesuit school won the 84th NIT. That was Xavier. Jesuit school won the 1984 March Madness. The top Jesuit schools this year are Marquette, Gonzaga, and... The Xavier Musketeers. Xavier ended up doing well this year. But we talked about Marquette in a big way because it's their 106th season and Golden Eagles is 106. And if they won the tournament, they could get their 47th win. Always a significant number is 47. Uh, I, I, I got to think Marquette makes it to the Final Four unless they get upset in the opening game. They got one little scare in their opening game. You always know some big names go down in the, the opening round, the bracket busters. And I've identified I've identified about three or four teams that could be the shockers in the opening round. You only need to hit on one of them to come out well ahead. And in years past there's been a there's been a few like uh, ten plus point dogs that have, have been upset in the opening round and we've been able to collect on the majority of those. The other year Anthony Fauci. Fauci means jaw was so much in focus. We're like, Oral Roberts has to win, and, and sure enough, Oral Roberts might even have won two games that year. Uh, so, yeah, besides the numbers, think about wordplay, too. Some, sometimes there's something in the words and the names that just are, are themed with the times. And so far, none of those thoughts have dawned on me, but they might dawn on you. But anyhow, the, uh, the 106 thing, the final four is on the 106th day of Pope Francis' age. So it's hard to me, hard for me to imagine that Marquette's not in that game in their 106th season as the Golden Eagles. And the championship is also 107 days after the Pope's birthday, Marquette Golden Eagles. If a Jesuit school were to do it again, they, they seem to have the best narrative out of the Jesuit schools. I do find it funny how Gonzaga's flying under the radar, though, this year. 
there's always so much hype with Gonzaga, but this year it's not really not there, but they did close out their season strong and played really well in the tournament. They're saying Timmy is motivated to make up for years past. Uh, the other thing about Marquette, if they win at least five games, they'll have 52 wins. Golden Eagles and Pope 52 in that final four game is synced with the Pope. So... I, I, I can't lie, I like Marquette for the Final Four. Uh, now, I know some of you guys like Texas to win it all. Texas is a team that I identified that could go down in the first round. There's a whole lot of 15 that could go in Colgate's favor if they got beat. Um, doesn't mean it'll happen, but Colgate's got some serious value if they upset. There's also a narrative for Texas to win, but uh, there's serious value if Texas gets upset by Colgate. Um, their coach, Chris Beard, is 50 years old right now, number with the Longhorns, and yeah, I know some of you guys like Texas, but I don't know, I think some other teams got some better narratives. Then again, I'm not done decoding, maybe you guys saw something I didn't. Okay, UCLA, we had the one caller call in before his call disconnected, he says, UCLA's gonna win it all. Uh, they've won it 11 times. They are the most winningest team in history. Um, if they won it all this year, they'd get their 119th win. They'd get their 12th championship and 20th Final Four. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I hope he does call in today. I want to hear why he's so hyped about UCLA because I actually. I don't see a whole lot that's screaming out. Selection Sunday on the 71st day of the year. UCLA 71, but yeah, I, I, I think there's better teams. Baylor is another team. There's a narrative to potentially get upset in the opening round. Um, it's their 117th season. By the way, there, a lot of teams this year are in their 117th season. There are some in their 118th. I just noticed the college basketball season began this year officially on November 7th. Uh, 117, the day leaving 54 days left in the year. The day that our Roy Halliday, RIP's plane crashed off the coast of Holiday, Florida. Big baseball player, Cy Young winner multiple times. Um, but yeah, next year, Baylor's going to be in their 118th season. So let's let's remember that next year when it comes around. Of course, it'll be obvious, but just Baylor Bears 118, like March Madness. Uh, Baylor University is 82. When they won it the other year, it was the 82nd March Madness. Uh, they got their 28th win, winning it all. Baylor equals 28 like Gonzaga does. They beat Gonzaga in that one. Elgin Baylor had died on March 22nd. But uh, the, the thing that could go against Baylor this year is that 28. The, the team they play in the opening round could get their 28th win. So Baylor's another one of these teams that, that could uh, be a bracket buster this year. And if they do go down in the opening round, we've seen where that pays dividends the next year, like with Virginia. So, gonna keep that thought in mind right now. And let's see. Kansas State, again in their 118th season, the old March Madness number. Should have bolded that. And if they won it all, they would get 43 wins on 4 3. I should have made a note about that. I think Tim liked Kansas State. 
Alright, so if they could get to 43 wins in the tournament on 4-3, and they are in Kansas, which does have all the 43-34 connection. Um, let's see. Their coach uh, doesn't have a whole lot of experience. It's his first season, Jerome Tang. probably the biggest liability for that team. Uh, Xavier, again, just one of the Jesuit schools. They would have 34 wins if they won it all. Xavier and Francis, both 34. They won the 84th NIT. That's really what their narrative is, just having that Jesuit connection and, w and winning the 84th tournament last year. Um, they don't have quite as great of a connection in terms of the numbers as Marquette does with the way the final four lines up with the Pope. But they could definitely do well. Um, the tournament again officially begins today on the 118th day of Sean Miller's age, just that March Madness number. And he did coach at Arizona prior. Arizona 84 as well. It's the savior coach. Gonzaga, it's the 72nd season. Very special Jesuit number for the Jesuit program. Uh, again, Pope Francis, the first Jesuit Pope on the 72nd day of the year. Jesuit Order 72. Gonzaga, if they were to win it all, would get 47 wins. It's that special number. Um, Mark Few. If he had five wins... That would put him in the championship game. He'd be on 43 wins on 4-3. Something to think about. Can, uh, part of me will be a little bit surprised if we don't have at least one Jesuit school in the championship game. And statistically, um, well, we've looked at already the top three. Marquette, Xavier, and Gonzaga. The other Jesuit school that's in the tournament is is the Creighton Blue Jays. Okay, so Virginia Cavaliers. Out of the four seeds, to me, if a four seed was going to win it this year, it would be Virginia. Uh, notice their, their coach's first game, Tony Bennett, with a win. He's 17-9 in the tournament. 179 is the 41st prime. Here's... Be 17 and 9, like Virginia Cavaliers is 179. Again, 179 is the 41st prime. King is 41. Um, if Virginia won it all, they'd have 41 wins. Don't forget how the, the deaths of the Cavaliers football players, that news story was announced on King Charles's birthday. And again, Tony Bennett's 53 years old right now. Virginia 53, King Charles 53. Um, Oh, yeah, it's also Virginia's 118th season, the big March Madness number. And Virginia Cavaliers also equals 118. So they they are an interesting, interesting team. And you know what? Let, let me check something else out real quick. September 8, 2022 to uh, the championship, April 3rd, 2023. That's the day he became king. 207 days. The day, the day that he gave his first address as king... 
was September 9th. So there's a 206. So from the, from the day that King Charles gave his first speech as king, again, people who fought for King Charles or Cavaliers, um, 206 days, and, and March Madness is 206. Let me add that to the notes. Glad I had that thought. From King Charles, first speech, September 9th, 2022, to the championship. It's 206 days. Okay. So yeah, Virginia, definitely interesting. Uh, haven't really heard a lot of hype for Virginia. Virginia Cavaliers is also 89, kind of like the day he officially became king, the eighth day of the ninth month. Virginia 89. Virgin Mary, Virginia and Maryland. But yeah, Virginia, pretty interesting. And if I'm not mistaken, yeah, okay, so their first game, or today is, today is officially a span of 41 weeks from Tony Bennett's birthday, just for another one of those 41 kings, the day they, the tournament officially kicks off, their first game's uh, 41 weeks and a day after his birthday, so again, if they did win it all, 41 wins. Virginia, if you're covering different spaces on the roulette wheel, pretty good payout on, on Virginia if they did it this year. There are other good narratives, but just, again, we've seen where the royal family fits in with sports. The Royals won the 111th World Series over New York, the 111th state, when the queen was on the throne, born on the 111th day of the year. Okie dokie. Tennessee, um... They are the one team that could get 31 wins if they won it all. Big number in Houston. And again, another team that there's not a lot of hype for. If, if say, they were the only team that scored 84 points in the opening round, you, you might you might definitely want to put a chip down on that one. Um, again, we just know how consistent 31 is in Houston, so Tennessee... Or it's Tennessee's coach, excuse me. Tennessee's coach would have 31 wins in the tournament if they won it all. The Indiana Hoosiers, um, I think if they win their first two games, the one seed in their bracket could get their 34th tournament win over Indiana. Indiana in 34. If I'm not mistaken. Uh... There wasn't, a, there wasn't a lot screaming out to me with old Indiana. I, I suppose the 34 thing with the championship date on 3-4. And again, Jay Bylas, he likes Arizona UConn. Um, again, the one thing that stood out to me about UConn is the coach could get to 8-4 in the tournament, Dan Hurley, if you won it all. 84th tournament. Uh, if he made it to the championship game and lost, he'd be 7-5 and five like Connecticut Huskies. Interesting narrative. Uh, again, we'll be going over this all a lot more, so just want to get these thoughts out there so they can marinate in your brain. And then, um, yeah, again, didn't do the play-in games. But, yeah, in the description of the video, there are notes for 
the Thursday games and the Friday games, and I still have to go over them with a, uh, a lot more critical analysis. But, again, I got the date numerology in here for the games. I have every team's coach link, uh, tournament records for the team, season they're in, coach's record, uh, the gematria. So I got it in there for just about every game. I didn't do it for the playing games yet just because I haven't really gone through the playing games. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of information and, and just started to write down little surface-level things that I caught. But like I said, i got to go back over all of this. But, yeah, all of that's there. And, again, it's the same password for everything. Password's 1984 for everything. So, like, 38 special in Colorado. You just never know when it's going to be another 38 special in Colorado. Let's see. Winnipeg Jets at the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina's a big favorite. And hockey hasn't been my favorite this year, but I see some 15s. I see some 15s on the board. Again, the date numerology today is 60-24-15. Possibility. <laughs> Carolina's 38, though. Or no, 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 I take it back. No, it's not. Carolina's 37. Panthers is 38. Um, but, yeah, those 15s, interesting. Interesting. Capitals in New York. New York does have that 33. Capitals also have a 15. Interesting. Let's see. Find something that's more confidence-building. Flyers can stay on 24 wins on the 24 date. Lightning got a 15 in the away win column. Penguins Day. That was the funniest thing this year, what they did with the Penguins on Penguins Day. All right, let's see. Canadians. Look, I'm rusty with my hockey, but if you guys uh, don't know, if you just type in, like, NHL Gematria cheat sheet, it's out there. It's out there if you just do a little Google search for that. The coaches are outdated, but um, let me see. Is Canadians 34? I feel like it is. Canadians. Yeah, Canadians 34. Still stuck in my memory bank. Um, Penguins, huge favorites against the Canadians. to look for is there something on the, the Canadian side besides the Penguins just staying on 34 against staying on numbers is never as consistent but it's a big value in that one um, Nashville Predators they can get up their 34th win in Tennessee stay on 24 losses on the 24 day Penguins on 15 regulation losses Man, Boston's a huge favorite. I see they can get their 24th away win on the 24 date. Edmonton, Edmonton, Edmonton. They got a 37 connection. Yeah, Edmonton is 37. They could pick up their 37th win in their building. Ottawa's also got the 37. You got to overlap with 37. 
Oilers don't have a whole lot of value, pretty sizable favorite, but you, so often when you got those overlap numbers, because the one thing to think twice about is they could get their 24th loss in regulation. Boy, you got that PF5. So on that note, we're going to cut my man short because I know y'all don't care about hockey, my listeners anyway. And if you do, I don't. Welcome back, Shoe Seeker. It is Monday, March 13th, 2023, the 10-year anniversary of Pope Francis becoming the first Jesuit Pope. And as we imagined, it was a really rough day for banks, especially smaller banks. And once again, the bank that performed the best today was JP Morgan, who's also the savior of First Republic Bank, which we'll talk more about. First Republic stock value plunged by more than 60% today. We'll also talk about the symbolism of the biotech company Illumina Inc. having a very good day. One of the top performers in the market today on and on a very fitting day, the 72nd day of the year. We'll also talk about Joe Biden scolding the banks that have collapsed in recent times and why it was so fitting for Jesuit Joe to make the remarks that he did today. We'll also talk about CNN's top headline this evening saying it was absolutely idiotic how the SVB, Silicon Valley Bank CEO, sparked the collapse of the bank with his words. And um, we'll talk about why it was so perfect for Pfizer to buy CGen today. The big fish gets even bigger. And um, we've been talking a lot about the market in 23. Charles Schwab, big name when it comes to the market, collapsed 23% today before recovering some of its losses. And I think that's going to be a really consistent pattern all year. Just 23 in the market, just like how last week on March 10th, it was the 23-year anniversary of the dot-com bubble bursting, and then the big tech bank goes down 23 years later. We'll also talk about another thing that's buzzing, how two of the executives at Silicon Valley Bank worked for Lehman Brothers and Deutsche Bank, which were part of the 2008 financial collapse. But here we are, this screenshot right from Mad Money Today, where Jim Cramer was apologizing for recently telling everybody to invest big on Silicon Valley Bank. He said it was just a mistake. And um, he also recently told people Silvergate was a good investment. And again, he has, a, he has a long history of doing that, telling people to go big right at the worst time. But every time it's just a mistake, according to Jim. So anyhow, you can see all the red and all the big downwards pointing arrows. First Republic was the biggest loser today, dropping by about 62%. Western Alliance by 47%. But as you can see, a lot of these regional banks had a really rough day. And um, let's talk about why First Republic, very symbolic name, was the biggest loser of the day. We talked about how today was 86 days after Pope Francis' 86th birthday. And of course, it's the anniversary of him becoming the Pope. There's something the number 86 has a lot to do with Republic. And we've talked about this many a times before in regards to what's on the dollar bill. So let's scroll down here. Again, Pope Francis turned 86, and then the next day his 
favorite football team, Argentina, which at last won the World Cup in 86, did it, as predicted. Just like how we predicted March would be a rough month for the financial system. It was all foretold in another football game, the one with Damar Hamlin with the perfect collapse ritual. In the first quarter, like here we are in the first financial quarter, in the third month while he wore number three, and of course it's also his birthday month. But notice, it's 86 days after Pope Francis's birthday, and it looks like I forgot to uh, put the word republic on there, which is supposed to be at the top. If you're new here, gematria, the Kabbalistic practice of coding numbers into words. You learn this code, you see through the rituals every single day. Republic, when you just take the alphabetic orders 86, like symbol, like pyramid, like triangle. Again, you just think about the U.S. dollar bill. If you take the alphabetic order with the rules of numerology, I of providence equals 86. That's the I above the pyramid on the dollar bill that's illuminated. We know how well Illumina Inc. did today. But again, 86 days after the Pope's 86th birthday, he's the first publicly Jesuit Pope. The Illuminati was created by the Jesuit Adam Wysong. And if you run the alphabetic order in reverse, Jesuits is also 86. But notice, you know, that illuminated eye above the pyramid. Think about how today, March 13th, on this calendar that's named after a pope, it's named after Pope Gregory the 13th, the Gregorian calendar, but on this calendar that's named after a pope, today's the 72nd day of the year, and it's also the 13th day of the third month. 13 layers in the pyramid, 72 stones, right? Our dollar in this democratic republic. Today, on this day of all days, First Republic Bank, you know, nearly bites the dust without the help. They say it would have bit the dust without the help of J.P. Morgan Chase and the Federal Reserve. And again, how did J.P. Morgan Chase and Federal Reserve come together? Again, all the way back to the Titanic. J.P. Morgan stepped off the boat just before its fateful sail, where three of the world's richest men who were all opposed to the Federal Reserve just happened to die. J.P. Morgan Chase, always the big beneficiary of these financial collapses where it grows bigger and bigger in the era of the central bank, the Federal Reserve. The exact points I was just making. And, you know, the funny thing about J.P. Morgan Chase being the hero, today's Jamie Dimon's birthday, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. And notice how I of Providence is also 67 in reverse. Interesting, because... Today's his 67th birthday. And notice how it's also 167. We talked about this, how today is 167 days after the Jesuit recognition date. The Jesuits were recognized by the Roman Catholic Church to counter the 95 theses on the day leaving 95 days left in the year, which is September 27th. And again, we just had the German Pope died age 95 on the last day of the calendar year in the time of the first Jesuit Pope when the German Martin Luther wrote the 95 Theses starting the Protestant Reformation, which had a lot to do with finance being taken advantage of by the Catholic Church. But anyhow, 95 plus here we are on the 72nd day of the year, 167. 167 is the 39th prime number. Today's date numerology is 39. 
And remember, that was the big number last week with the bank collapses. SVB mostly going down on March 9th, and then it being finished off on March 10th, where they stopped trading at $39 while the bank was 39 years old. And once again, the bank fully collapsed 144 days after its birthday anniversary. So, the symbolism, again, to me seems quite clear. And again, the language of Rome, Latin, what's on the dollar bill, along with all of the symbols, they're all very numerological. And there's a whole lot of 13 on the dollar bill as well, besides the 13 layers of bricks. But again, the 72nd day of the year. It's been put out there that they want to transition us to a new money system, an all-digital system, something that's a little bit more like crypto with blockchain, perfect accounting. And again, Bitcoin's a big 72 word, and Bitcoin's had a good day today. We imagine it might have a good day today, but for how long is it going to stay up is the question. Again, we see how it's all coming together. The banks tied in with crypto are hurting. They're collapsing. Jerome Powell at the Fed is saying we got to centralize the cryptos because, because they're not centralized. They're too unstable. And now we see how the instability of them factors into the centralized banks. So, I think that point's clear about First Republic going down. Who really controls this republic? Is it really a democratic republic? Do the representatives that we supposedly elect really represent us? Do we even really elect them? We all know the answer to these questions. No, no, and no. It's just like how I told everybody Joe Biden would be number 46 in the election 46 weeks after the Pope's birthday when Catholic equals 46 and the nation's only other Catholic president was assassinated at age 46. You guys, what's so frustrating is how well we have this figured out, how we're way ahead of the curve of pretty much everybody else on YouTube, you know? And still, almost everyone denies the knowledge even though it's undeniable. JFK, number 35, killed at age 46. Joe Biden, number 46, elected 46 weeks after the Pope's birthday. Inaugurated on the Pope's 35th day of his age. Catholic, again, if you're new here, the base ciphers, alphabetic order, forwards and backwards, forwards and backwards, numerology. Catholic, 145, there's 145 more chapters in the Catholic Old Testament than Protestant Old Testament, and there's 46 books in the Catholic OT. The Old Testament's Jewish, the Jesuits are a Catholic-Jewish alliance. That's why Israel was created in a huge Jesuit ritual on the 14th day of the fifth month, 145. And who declared it a nation? David Ben-Gurion, whose name just happens to equal 145. And again, in the Protestant Old Testament, 39 books... And again, there's a, uh, a stereotype with banking. There's been a whole lot of 39 in these bank collapses. All for the planned chaos to transition us again to what they have laid out. The digital currency where Big Brother tracks everything under the watchful, all-seeing eye. 
So we know what's taking over the world, right? Big pharma, big tech, bigger and bigger banks. And, you know, why not the biotech company Illumina Inc. on the 72nd day of the year having a stellar day being one of the market's top performers. Huge surge in price today. Up nearly $33 a share on the 72nd day, Illumina Inc., just like Jesuit order. And again, these numbers matter because what illuminates the world? The sun. What does sun equal in Gematria? 54. Every 72 years, the, move, the sun moves one degree on the astrological wheel. And um, just for the record, for the record, biotechnology, the field it's in, notice the gematria, 150-69-201. Remember, order of Illuminati, right? 201, also 93, like how the sun is 93 million miles away. Heliocentrism, 150-69-201. Same numbers we just saw. But Illuminati equals 150 and 69. The sun is 150 million kilometers away on average. And, and remember how big 69 was with the bank collapse last week. Fully collapsed on the 69th day of the year after beginning on 3-9. And again, Silicon Valley Bank, also 69. But Illuminati, 69. New World Order, 69. The Jesuit Order, 69, also 201. Catholic Church, 69. Again, Order of Illuminati, 201. Founded by the Jesuit, Adam Weishaupt, who died 201 days after the anniversary of its establishment. And you know what else? Just coming back to the pyramids, we're talking about that. Again, if you look into it, the Great Pyramid of Giza, which in Gematria equals 201. The Great Pyramid of Giza, it has 201 remaining layers of stone. Illuminati symbolism. The eye, which represents the sun, and the pyramid. And that's why the eye above the pyramid has sun rays coming off of it. You notice how I is 35. It's put on the dollar bill in 1935. Catholic 35. Holy See 35. Christmas Day 1225. The sun's birthday. 1225 square root 35. And the Catholic Church has celebrated Christmas. Well, they've celebrated the son's birthday on what we call Christmas since the year 274 AD, going with the Jesuit motto, Jesus Hominum Salvatore, equaling 274. And when you run it in reverse, 266, like how Pope Francis is the 266th Pope. And he became Pope on 31313, which in prime number relationships is 266. 3 is the second prime, 13 is the sixth prime. So 31313. Is two six six, and you see how Jesus Hominum Salvatore is also one twenty two. So is Pope Francis, and so is San Francisco. First Republic is headquartered out of San Francisco, which is named after Saint Francis of Assisi, just like Pope Francis. And San Francisco is on the hundred and twenty second meridian as well. And the Satanic Church was founded there, and Satanics one twenty two, and that's why Anton Lavey, the founder, died two hundred and one days from his own birthday. And also 201 days from the sitting Pope's birthday when he died. So, we don't need to ask who's behind the Church of Satan. We it's are pretty clear. Now. The same Illuminati Jesuit network.
And by the way, just with regards to us all being in sync with the Pope today, again, Pope Francis is the first Jesuit Pope and the first to live in Suite 201 at the Vatican. Birth name Jorge Mario Bergoglio's 201. And if you look it up, his suite is in the building known as the Domus Sancte Marte, which is also 201. That you might have noticed that they're both. No, bro, what you got going on? You got an attitude. Building. Right. And, and 312 is the day in history that Ignatius yeah, Loyola no, became a saint, it. the founder of the Jesuits, whose name is also 201. You got an attitude, bitch? So, with Fuck regards to all attitude, the 201, look at what bro. CNN today did today. Absolutely idiotic. SBB insider says employees angry with CEO. They're saying the CEO tipped off the panic that collapsed the bank. Notice the uh, encoding of absolutely idiotic. 201, 258, 105, just like Order of Illuminati. The exact same. Yeah. Here's everybody's favorite uh, financial investor and now doctor, Bill Gates, co-sponsor of Event 201. Had that Netflix special come out called The Next Pandemic, you know, right about the same time, right before the... Uh, the pandemic that changed the world. It's just amazing that we can't get people to talk about this. It's like every con man on YouTube refuses to talk about this. I saw a con man on YouTube today with 7,000 people in his live stream just talking straight out of his ass saying he, he got it right. For the last five years, he's been saying the banks are going down. And it, it, obviously, they're, obviously, this is going to happen at some point. But he's like, see, I finally told you. It's like, yeah, you've been saying the same thing for five years. I don't know why you got 7,000 people watching you. It's like, meanwhile, over here, we just take one stab at it. March 2023, boom, what do you know? Dead on. How did we know it? Because we know Gematria. And, and, and just all the people in these guys' chats, you, you try to talk to them, they're like, that's stupid conspiracy stuff. Okay. Okay, keep listening to the one guy who, uh, who gives it to you in a five-year window. All right, speaking of 201, again, Jesuit, and that same guy thinks Trump's going to come back and save us all, and he thinks, you know, this is all Joe Biden's undoing, and again, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, both sacrificing their family members in big 201 rituals. They're both Jesuits. Joe Biden's from Scranton, Pennsylvania, where the office ran for 201 episodes. And then they just arrested the Moscow killer who lived in apartment 201G. Did the killings on King Road just in time for the king's birthday. Let's not forget the queen died 201 days after her COVID diagnosis. But again, Joe Biden lost his wife and daughter in big 201 rituals way back in 1972. I know we've covered these a million times, but let's cover it one more time. Limestone Road's where they died in 72, or Jesuit Order 72. And so is President Biden and President Trump. And don't forget they simulated the election for, for Biden 144 days before it happened at Georgetown, June 12, 2020, the Transition Integrity Project. But also, again, when Biden was 72 years old, so back in 1972, he loses his wife and daughter. Then, when he's 72, he loses his son, Beau Biden, at age 46, 201 days before the Pope's birthday, on the 150th day of the year. Again, Illuminati 150, Order of Illuminati 201. Everything synced up with the sun on the heliocentric model on the Gregorian calendar, which is based on the sun. See how it all fits together? 
in the 16th century, the heliocentric model, the Gregorian calendar, English as we know it. And again, non-stop rituals, day after day, by this very simple code. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing how, like, everyone just, like, starts making fun of the information everywhere you go. I've just tried, I've just tried to get into some other financial people's stream and just share a little bit and just, like, instantly just ridicule, for, unless it's just all bots in the chat that are just meant to do that, but it's like, God, can anybody look into what I'm talking about? I mean, it's just like, it's like, you never get a comment like, oh, very cool, I'm not looking at it, it's like, are you kidding me? Do you know how stupid you sound? Oh, a schizo just, it's just like, oh my God, man. Okay, you're listening to a guy who didn't really nail anything, but you're, you're all 7,000 of you are here listening to him to gloat about how he got it right. You can go back and watch a video for five years saying the banks are going to collapse any month. Okay, 60 months later, he got it. He nailed it. Meanwhile, over here, beginning of the year, we said March collapse. I mean, it, it just everything we talked about is just unfolded by the exact code. 83 here, 83 there. It's just... But people, it's just like, I, I, I don't know. It's like you, you can't figure out what they want to listen to. Somehow, people, I, and, and again, when I tune in these channels, they're all using the same tricks. You know, they're talking real nice. Jesus is helping them out. You know, Trump's going to come back. And doesn't it make sense in a way? I mean, Catholic Church is ruling the world who sold everybody the story of Jesus. These same magical words got everybody under the influence can't see through the fog, but anyway, anyway, by the way, with regards to Jesuit Joe addressing the collapsed banks today on 13 slash three, like 133, President 133, White House 133, Government 133, don't forget back in 2015, the very first Republican debate, it was on Fox News, Trump took the stage, and the first thing they put up was Forbes says Trump 133rd richest man in the nation. And what was my video that night back in 2015? Looks like The Apprentice might very well be the next president. What a joke. We were how he announced he was running from the 58-story Trump Tower for the 58th election. But uh, just the same stuff over and over. And, and again, Biden addressing the claps today on 13-3 on the 83rd day of winter as the banks, the small ones, go way down. And, um, yeah, you know, 2015, we saw that, that Trump was very likely the next president. By February 2016, I was all but convinced. And then, of course, as the year went, got, went on, I, I did come off my pick, which was the mistake. I just thought it was getting too ridiculous with Trump. But um, now, now I get it. It's just like, yeah, it had to be that ridiculous because it's, it's all about just taking us to exactly where we are. The, the, the most divided people have ever been. Just everything. Everything's at the breaking point in America as they get ready for the big transition. Okay, so anyway, Biden on, on the most fitting day from the White House addresses the collapsed banks, saying that all, all of them should be fired. Well, I'm pretty sure they all lost their job if their bank's going under. More incompetent rhetoric from... Slow Joe, which I actually do think that's the party place. You know, some days he's sharp as a tank, other days he's slow Joe. I think it's just all part of the act. That's why they like to put actors in the White House and in politics. 
Just saw how Boy Meets World is announced by the numbers. This <laughs> guy there, you just never know. Boy Meets World. But anyhow, coming back to Pfizer, we, we've been documenting the, the million Jesuit rituals with Pfizer in, in the time of COVID and so on. And then uh, today, today's Albert Burla's 144th day of his age. On the 72nd day of the year, they make um, the big purchase for Seagen, uh, another pharmaceutical company. And again, just so perfect, right? 72nd day of the year, Albert Burla's 144th day of his age. Hold on. Berla didn't have a... Let me, let me go back and check real quick real, about here. Albert Berla. Did he do this a while back? Eh, it didn't come right up. I'll, I'll check on that later. Never mind. Um, but yeah, it's just a reminder of, again, who's really running the market. $43 million purchase in March. I want to look at what the uh, the final purchase price is because sometimes they end up changing them. I'm actually surprised they didn't go for. Uh, did I say million? I meant billion. I'm surprised they didn't go for 44 billion. Honestly, I have to go look at the uh, the final number when it's all done. They do so many rituals with 44 and cancer. They said they got that company for their uh, cancer fighting technology. But also, Charles Schwab, they had a rough week last week, and then today they were having a really rough day, and their stock fell by 23%, and I think it finished down about 12% for the day. But yeah, just another big 23 ritual with the market. Market 23, you know. All these things on the 23-year anniversary. And of what we were talking about last week, 23-year anniversary of the dot-com bubble bursting. And, and again... March 24th, the 83rd day of the year, the 23rd prime, when collapses 83, will be the 23rd anniversary of the Dow going way down after the dot-com bubble burst. Um, going to keep an eye on Charles Schwab because tomorrow, Pi Day, is the 229th day of Charles Schwab's age. That's the 50th prime number. The word circle equals 50, like pi, circles. And then uh, the Ides of March is 229 days after his birthday. And Charles Schwab does equal 229. But that would be something if um, Charles Schwab ended up getting swallowed by something bigger. It's hard to imagine. I mean, such an established name. But yeah, Charles Schwab going through a really rough period. They did, they did put out a statement today saying that they're in great position. And I don't know why people are panicking on our stock. And then that did reclaim some of their value. But yeah, series of really bad days for Charles Schwab. So we'll see what happens tomorrow on Pi Day. Maybe it'll be the recovery. Um, because, again, I mean, that's the, the people who are in the know who perform these rituals, again, sell high, buy low. Imagine that you sold at the top or at the bottom today. Or, you know, excuse me, sold before it fell down today. And then when you hit the bottom, buy, and then it recovers all that value, make a lot of money on the way back up. So... Okay, and then just the one other thing that made me laugh, just reading this article about the executives who were with Silicon Valley Bank, um, who were also with Lehman Brothers and Deutsche Bank. At the end of the article, it says, In 2017, Deutsche Bank was forced to pay a massive $7.2 billion penalty. And again, this is today's reporting on the 72nd day of the year. It's just, hmm. A lot of you guys keep asking me to write, um, you know, a... a uh, like a gematria dictionary 
it's a difficult thing to do because the, the numbers have flexible meaning, but like in certain categories you can identify, like there's numbers that are like, you could do one for, for sports, right? And it, like, these are the numbers that factor in with football and baseball and basketball that we talk about year after year. It's just like, you know, the first March Madness was an 85 and now they've got it up to a 68 team tournament basketball numbers it's like boston is 22 like basketball and 85 like basketball and last year in their 22nd championship in 22 is boston but um and, and you know you could write a book that's just all sports stuff with the numbers you could do one that's uh you know all jesuit with the numbers they have but again you, you can't really say the numbers just have like a universal meaning they have meanings within categories so people are always making that request. And I feel like when people make that request, they haven't really thought about the study or really paid that much attention to the work I'm doing. Because if you pay attention, you should realize that like the numbers don't just have one meaning, that they're used within realms in certain ways ritualistically, but it doesn't just mean that one thing. So... This is my last season. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Anyhow, when I do finish the book I've been working on, you'll have pretty much all the Jesuit stuff you need to know. And, yeah, again, I, I finally hope that when I do finish this next book that it gets the kind of sales it deserves. And, um, you know, it wakes people up to who's really controlling our society because it's, it's a million percent clear that people need to wake up and recognize there is an Illuminati and it is Jesuit, it is Catholic, it is also Uish, but um, yeah, it, it's why these rituals take place day after day. And again, I need to get the word Republic in there. But hey guys, First Republic Bank goes down 86 days after Pope Francis' 86th birthday. Getting right where we started. The one thing to maybe wake up your friends and family with. 86 days after the Pope's 86th birthday. And again, we already know how big this is. Argentina hadn't won it since 86. His native country wins it the day after his birthday. The first ever World Cup ever set at that time, which was the big clue they'd take it. But yeah, these numbers also go with the symbols on the dollar bill. And again, it's the 13th of March and the 72nd day of the year. And numbers that have a lot to do with that symbol on the dollar bill with the Latin around it, the language of Rome. So again, man, I, it's like people are under a spell. I, I don't know how people can't see that Rome doesn't control the nation. Roman architecture all over the capital, Latin all over the place, videos like this for a decade out on the internet. What's that one guy today? 7,000 people in the stream and he has the audacity to say that the algorithm's killing him. Guys get like 100,000 videos per view he posts. It's just, man, the algorithm's just keeping this channel down. It's like, okay, YouTube's paying you like $50,000 a month in views. I'm sure, uh, yeah, the algorithm, it's just, that's why it's just like, how are people even listening to a guy like this? Bragging about finally getting it right after five years of making the same prediction it lands? It's just, God... People just eat up the, the biggest loads of shit there ever were. 
the algorithm's holding us down. 7,000 people in the stream. It's like, you want to know what it's like to be held down by the algorithm? Come check out a channel like mine. Deleted 20 sometimes and can't even get any views anymore. So... Anyhow, shout out to uh, the Super Chatters. Thank you, Michelle Edwards. Michelle Edwards chipped in $2.99. John Mendoza said, thank you, Zank. Chipped in $2. I appreciate it. ABCD chipped in $20.10. I appreciate the creativity on that 201. And um, 13 Serpents chips in another big five. Thanks again, 13 Serpents. And shout out to uh, Brian Williams on the Cash App. I do appreciate it. So, anyhow, we'll leave it there for now. True Seeker, it's dinner time over here. Can you guys take care of yourself? Um, exactly. Here, here. There's no Just reason there should be fat ass people guys, in 2023. Pay down all your debts as fast as you can. Pay down your debts because debt is slavery. And um, they're saying that, you know, the Fed might continue to raise interest rates despite what it's doing to the smaller banks. And I guess in a way it makes sense because then the big banks will take over, which pretty much are the Fed. But uh, yeah, as interest rates go up, it means that the credit card APRs get even more insane. And again, for all you young people out there who don't have a credit card yet and don't have debt, the, the one thing to do for all of your life is make sure you do not have debt. Do not have debt. Pay off your debt. And here, just to make a point, um, compound interest calculator. A lot of people's credit card interest is around 20%. Some is even higher. And some people, um, you know, they might have like a, a $5,000 credit card balance. And they might even be running that debt up. But just notice... If you have a 20% interest rate on your credit card and you have a $5,000 balance, um, if you didn't get that paid off over the course of five years, look at how much money this becomes. Over five years, it becomes $12,441. And again, people who, who don't pay off their credit card balance and just keep making the minimal payment, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Over 10 years, that $5,000 becomes $31,000. And there's people who have just insane credit card debt because they're in a scenario like this, it, it, but maybe they even ran up more than, maybe they ran up $10,000 in debt and never paid it off. But again, just look at how it just balloons. It just gets crazy. And it can get a lot worse than that. There's people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Because um, the interest rates can be even worse than 20%. And yeah, again, if interest rates continue to climb, things will get worse. People's debts will balloon more and more. And it's a really hard game to catch up. Because a lot of people, the reason they have a balance like that is because they bought stuff they could never afford in the first place. And, um, yeah, again, just don't make those life mistakes. You know, they bought uh, some expensive clothing and shades and purse and who knows what else. Just, you know, just things that were essentially were liabilities. They weren't ever going to help them get ahead in the world. Might help them look a little bit flashier or pretend like they're rich or trying to impress somebody. But All the time. 
We see again, it all the time. Had they saved time. up that money and gone the other, other way over 10 years, you know, it, instead of it being a negative thing, it could have been a it could have been a positive gain. Could have been enough money for a down payment on a house or a business. Motherfuckers are vain, bro. Paying down your debts as soon as possible. And if you if you do have a big debt on a credit card, you should do it if you've never transferred your balance to a 0% APR card for, for a year period of time. You should do that and pay down as much of that debt as possible so the debt doesn't keep piling up, or the interest, I should say. All right, guys, that is the, uh, the last thought of the stream. Pay down your debts ASAP. That said... Also, eat healthy. Eat healthy. That's the two things Americans aren't doing, man. Americans got uh, big debt balances and big bellies. Mm-hmm. You know. It's because we weren't taught about any of it in slave school. In slave school, 